all month long, we are talking about mythology. Dun, dun, dun. Because it's mythology mayhem. Glicks, what is going on? We are receiving a signal from a new area on the planet Geekery. All right, let's see what the planet has for us today. Opening forms in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to Calm Talk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, the show from Devoted Geeks who are devoted to letting people know that they are loved. I am Celeste and with me is... Dallas. Dallas. So... It's a me, Dallas. All month long for Geek Devotions, we are doing our Geek Miss and this year's Geek Miss theme is Mythical Mayhem. I'm not sure what I came up with just now. I mean, technically, X-Files is modern day myths. <laughs> that wasn't necessarily X-Files, but okay. <laughs> That's what I thought of when you did it. Truth's out there. Um, <laughs> I just tickled that. Someone's going to be like, wow, you need to do an X-Files month. I mean, I still haven't finished X-Files, so. that's. I don't think I ever did. I think I've watched the movie. It's. There's a movie? Yeah, there was a couple movies. Oh. It was supposed to wrap up the series. Oh. The, I'm in the middle of it. It's one of the ones I'm watching on Hulu when I get in the mood for it. But that's not what we're talking about today. Not today. Dallas, what are we talking about today? I have no idea. I'm just here <laughs> for the ride. Something about myth, about mythos and myth, mythical creatures and, and stuff like that. Okay, so... <laughs> So the question for today is, what's your favorite oh, right. retelling of Greek myths? Retelling of Greek myths. Yes. Like, I understand that, that you're not big into the myths. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you haven't necessarily, you, you don't watch or read a lot of it. Um, but I enjoy a good retelling because to me... Like, especially the really popular myths, the mm-hmm. ones that they redo a lot. It's kind of like fairy tales. Right. Like, it's it's the stuff that you you know what the story should be. And so seeing them take a twist on it is always interesting. Yeah, it can be. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to think about what my favorite retelling would be. Um, I, I, you know, I'm, I've had our... Say words, Ellis. I've pulled up a list of movies that are a retelling of Greek mythology movies. Mm-hmm. And not a ton of them have I personally watched. Oh. But some of them I have. And I'm kind of just going through the list. There's something like, no, no, we're not going to play that game. Uh, because cause the Greeks were, were wild people. They really were. Uh, <laughs> we're we are not, not saying that you should... should uh, necessarily watch any of this because greeks the greeks got wild they got they got real wild but you know i kind of liked if, if if you allow the liberty of creative licensing i mean that's the thing that's definitely a thing in a retelling the um the god of war series was interesting now yeah. there's some stuff that's in that's inappropriate in the first three the the, the, the or, yeah the first three but the fourth one where he's got a son was really pretty cool is that one greek i thought that was norse mythology well He's he's a Greek and it's oh. in the Norse mythology area. 
So, of course, you got your Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, you know what? I just, yes, I just thought about this. Mm. And I have not seen it in forever. Emphasis on the word ever, Celeste. Okay. But Hercules, a TV show with Kevin Serbo. Oh, yeah. That was such a main part of society. <laughs> the only thing I know connected to that is Xena. Xena, yes. I watched both often I... on on a ghetto channel that I should have been able to get out of Chicago. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> so, I like Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? See, I forget that's one that's based off of Greek mythology. It's the story of Odysseus. Yeah, I forget that. I do too. I honestly didn't realize it. I just it's a it's a movie that has some good music to it. Mm-hmm. It's weird as all get out, right? But I I really enjoyed the way they they retold it. Although again, didn't realize it was retelling when I first saw it. I was mm. just like, this is a weird movie. <laughs> it is a weird movie. I do want to see one. It's called Knights of the Zodiac. Okay. And uh, it's a live action movie. Mm-hmm. I may go ahead and do it, but um. It's based off of an anime series that was super big everywhere else but the United States. Okay. And uh, called Knights of the Zodiac. That's what it's translated to. Um, you and I tried watching the original version mm-hmm. a few months ago. And I mean, it was the OG 1980s animation storytelling. What is it based off of? Knights of the Zodiac. Oh, I didn't <laughs> realize that that was a myth. Oh, no, no. It's, it's a combination. Like So the Knights of the Zodiac... You have, uh, well, let me read the, the description on IMDb. When a goddess of war reincarnates in the body of a young girl, street orphan Seiya discovers what he is destined to protect, are these de- destined to protect her, uh, and save the world. But, um, oh, lost the description, but only if he can face his own past and become knight, a knight of the zodiac. And so, of course, you know, most of our Zodiacs are based off of Greek myths and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 because it's the, the stuff in the stars. Exactly. And so that's, if, if uh, depending on how much liberty you give me for this. I mean. I'll rock with that. Because like, part of it is like, he has to, they have to get armor of the different Zodiacs. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. It's interesting that, I'm wondering if it's the Chinese Zodiac that they're doing. Well, no, because they said Aries. Mm-hmm. So. I also thoroughly enjoy Laura Olympus. Yeah. Which is a webtoon where she's taking quite a bit of creative liberty with <laughs> with things. Right. But it's fun. It's entertaining. She actually just announced recently that uh the series is ending. Oh wow. Like she's hitting a point in the story where she doesn't think she can keep it going without it being ridiculously like just keep it going. So she's wrapping up story plots with this season. See, I respect that though. I do too. I do too. That's um, good. There comes a time when a storyteller needs to go, okay, and it's time done. to finish the story. Yeah. It needs to wrap up in an appropriate manner. Yeah. So, which, and it's going to give her time to work on other stuff because doing a weekly webtoon, because mm-hmm. that's where you can read it at, um, unless you're like me and you just want the physical books and then you can get those. <laughs> At any bookseller. Um, but they're also talking about doing an anime mm. based off of it. So 
if she finishes things up, then that gives them a, a singular set thing they can do for an anime and she can help work on that and control the direction. That's cool. So, so but is that your favorite adaptation of Greek mythology? I don't know. I know I asked the question. But <laughs> you had no answer. I, like one of our students. <laughs> I just don't have have the answer for it because right. I I love retellings of mythology. Um, I think it's a fun, fun world to play in. So, right, like the Percy Jackson series that's coming out. I'm, I'm tentatively hopeful for it. Mm-hmm. I was hyped for the movies. I was sad, mm-hmm. but I was hyped for the movies because I love the books that Rick Ryden does. Right. Let me ask this: What are your feelings on Hercules? Hercules, Hercules. The the cartoon. I love that cartoon. The you're talking about the Disney one? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. So it's the uh Disney did a great job at times at times of recapturing these old stories and doing that kind of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, well, and also uh making jokes. I don't remember what it what exactly the joke was, but mm-hmm. Phil said something and it was like, I've got two words for you. And then it was three <laughs> words and you see Hercules counting Yeah, in Greek. The phrase that he was saying was two words. <laughs> That's funny. So if he had said it in Greek, it would have been two words. Right. So just things like that, that, and how can you not love the muses? True. Singing the gospel song. That's true. That is extremely the gospel. True. Let me rephrase that. The gospel style song. <laughs> Because it was definitely not the gospel. Right. So what is the first Greek myth you remember? I'm asking the hard questions today. I know you are. Um, probably, oh, brother, where art thou? That was, a, okay. I said the first Greek myth, not the first Greek adaptation that you remember. That was my first exposure to Greek myths. Where did you, how did you know that was a Greek myth when you watched it? If it was your first exposure to Greek myths? I didn't. I said that earlier. I didn't realize it was an adaptation. I gotcha. I didn't find out until, oh, probably high school Mm -hmm. when I had to read a portion of the Iliad. Oh. And I was like, this sounds familiar. (laughs) Wait a minute. That's funny. Didn't Dapper Dan do something with this? <laughs> That's so funny. For me, it was Hercules. See, and I wasn't allowed to watch Hercules until I was older. See, like, but it was like in school they talked about Hercules, about about his mighty strength and stuff like that, and it was so fascinating to me when I was a kid. This is like fifth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to the library looking for books on Hercules, mm-hmm. and. I found one, and um, I, I was okay. I made a joke today at church yeah. that I may have been a magnet kid, which mm-hmm. magnets a specialized education school for higher learning type of stuff. I said, but I was in the science track, not in the English track, so I misspelt the word Hercules. Oh no! What did you get? Hercule. Oh no! <laughs> That's how I discovered Hercule Poirot. Oh no! <laughs> not the same. At all. I remember going. That seems strange, but it was interesting. But that was Hercules was probably my first one. And I think that's the one that's like because of the cartoon or thing and yeah. the TV series. This is such a it was the easiest one for people to grab because it's like here's this mighty 
warrior who is a, a demigod that can do amazing things, but is a good guy. Yeah. I got to wonder, and this, this just came into my head, but I got to wonder if the myth of Hercules is the tales of Samson told and then passed and passed and passed and passed and passed until it no longer looks like the truth. You know, the, the guys and I, and you, I don't know if you were part of that conversation, but it was in our chat that we have with one of, one of our team chats that we have um, for the bottom shelf and the, um, the Gundam Watch. The Gundam Watch. We were talking about that, about the the passing down of mythos. Mm-hmm. And um, there's this curious conversation of, you know, how much of, of things are that we have that are solidified in scriptures that were passed down, they were that people had diluted or taken and, and created other things mm-hmm. throughout history and throughout time. It's a really interesting conversation. Uh, of course, then you have some people who don't believe in what we believe, and they try to say that Christianity is a um, stealing from other mythos themselves, right. which, and, and here's the difference between what's happening, and I want to make sure this is very clear. We're speculating. We're going, oh, I wonder, yeah. you know, could it possibly be? We're not saying it is. No, no. Where the secularists are doing, like, oh, yeah, clearly, that's... And nine times out of ten, and I say that because I've not heard all the argumentations, but every time I've heard them go, oh, well, you know, they stole this Christian, this Christian thing was actually a stolen thing from this person or this thing. They're 100% wrong. Yeah. Like, like they're twisting and bending stuff and trying to shoehorn into the framework of Christianity mm-hmm. and try to say that, you know, clearly Christians, and there's just zero proof of it i have a conversation i want to get into but let's go ahead and take a quick break Mm -hmm. and then we can i want to get into the conversation of how we're handling doing mythology with geek devotions when there is that thought of for people who are not christians that that christianity to them is mythology if that if that sentence made sense yeah yeah, i got you Yeah, yeah so let's take a break and then let's get into that discussion all right This podcast is a proud member of Culture Box. Whether you enjoy geeky reviews, comedy, or original fiction, you can open up the Culture Box and find something excellent for your soul. Point your web browser to culturebox.media. Welcome, adventurers! Are you looking for an actual play podcast without profanity? Or maybe one that even Grandma can love? Well, you're in luck. Introducing Playing Games with Strangers. A bunch of voice actors get together to play Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition and weave a tale of comedy, tragedy, and dad jokes. And on the plus side, the whole family can listen. Subscribe to the show at playinggameswithstrangers.com New episodes release every Monday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, and we're back. If you guys enjoyed that little break, I encourage you to check out all of our friends at the Culture Box, culture.media, our culturebox.media. Uh, fantastic individuals. All right, Celeste, so you are wanting to open a can of worms. I am. Well, it's better to get it done now. Okay. Open the can of worms, say hello to them. 
Name them George. Kill all those. of them? All of them are named George? Was all like, are you George Foreman? Yes. Is that what's happening here? Yes. Okay. Yes, we're going to mimic George Foreman and name all of these worms in this can George. Sounds fair. All right, cool. So um, we, we, were cons- we had the thought and the concern of, because we're doing a month devoted to mythology, that some people might not be too happy with us about it because... Well, it's the, it's not that they won't be happy with us. Yeah. It's the, we've had this before, um, through geek devotions, through other things, avenues that we've been part of where people go, you know, look, I don't need your weak minded sky, sky daddy. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a quote. That's, I'm not mm-hmm. calling God that that's what people have called it or to your, us. yeah. Or your myth of, of Jesus, which again, well, we'll get into that here in a little bit. You know, all these things that people have said. And uh, when you start going, hey, we're talking about Greek mythology, mm-hmm. but we're going to talk about Jesus. It does open the can of worms for people to go, why are you relating one myth to another myth? Yeah. So to which I point them to the the fact that the Bible is the most historically accurate text we have. Yeah. From a... From a purely scholastic point of view. Yeah, yeah. For non non religion, non believing, non whatever, just from academic and mm. archaeological yeah. point of view. It is one of the most accurate I mean, it's we have more transcripts of the scriptures closer mm. to the original dating of those writings than anything from antiquity. Yeah. Period. Across the board. And didn't they I wanna say they just found a coin with David's face on it. Yeah, there was a. I don't. It wasn't just now. It was. It was a while back. But there was oh, a okay. coin that um, I just found out about it. That um had something written basically to the effect of talking about David and and basically David's people, the King David's people being defeated. On top of that, there was this. There's this huge, huge tablet that um, was discovered several years ago, and. Um, as you read through it, it talks about the people of Israel mm. and are the, the kingdom of, of the Jews um, in it. And so we have, and every time, again, there are so many things people are like, oh, well, this is inaccurate, this is inaccurate. But throughout time, the more we've studied Israel, the more there's there's excavations going on, everything like that, the more that's going, man, the scriptures bear out the truth. Yeah, We see this taking place. This is an accurate discussion of things so even from a take out the faith aspect of it right stick purely with the scholastic um, aspect of things the scriptures prove themselves time after time right so when we're talking about these demigods and these gods and these these stories these mythos Mm -hmm. we're not trying to say that they are accurate they are stories. There is no historical proof yeah. of any of them, except for that people worshipped them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's definitely a thing that separates what we believe versus the other ones. Um, I don't think I know anybody who actually practices a worship to like Zeus. Uh, not that I know of. Not any modern day people, individuals, at least. So, so, but. Um, yeah, I think most of those practices have have fallen back. There may be yeah. some rogue individuals, and and this is where I hate saying it this way. There may be some people who start doing it out of a joke, 
Yeah. Because unfortunately that takes place. I think that, if I can say this, that aggravates me more and frustrates me more than people who are earnestly um, worshiping false gods and idols. Yeah, because it's almost like they are, those people are worshiping the angst mm-hmm. of not worshiping anything. Yeah. If that makes sense. There's a, uh, I remember a couple of years ago, there was this big blow up about this guy who was from the, uh, the church of Satan who a made a big push to be allowed to do the opening prayer for a city council meeting. Cause he was angry that the city council allowed a chaplain to open up the prayer. And then they also started a after school Satan club, which was a after school program. Mm-hmm. And this frustrated me because now again, we don't, we don't, we do not approve of the worship of Satan, period. But this group were not actual Satanists in the traditional sense of they worship Satan. Yeah. But they were an angst group, much like the giant spaghetti monster group. Or the Jedi. <laughs> but they um they were purposely trying to get Christians to respond mm-hmm. negatively to open the doors for them to create legal action to get christianity banned from any public spaces and so like their curriculum their stuff that they would do it had nothing to do with satan per se mm-hmm. but it was all about logic reason uh the whole do good without god mentality type of stuff right and it was it was purely an angsty you know screw you christians type yeah. of thing and that frustrates me to the nth degree yeah because there are some people who they they're so deceived by the world Oh, yeah. You know, it's one thing for you to have a different belief from me and let's have a decent conversation. But when you start being angsty about it. Right. Well, and there is a level of if you show interest in something that somebody believes, Mm -hmm. they're going to be more open to hearing about what you believe, Mm -hmm. even if they don't agree. And then you are also showing the love of Christ and like we said earlier, when we were talking about the the uh, historical accuracy of Scripture, right? Truth gets proven, right? Like you know, twenty, thirty years ago, we didn't have all of the historical records we do now, mm-hmm. and at the time, it might have been considered the most historically accurate document. But we have so much more. It now. keeps proving itself. It keeps proving itself, and and that's the the goodness of God and the goodness of truth. Mm-hmm. And so when you're talking to somebody who has different beliefs, right. the truth is going to prove itself. Right. Exactly. You just have to not be a jerk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah, so back to the, the original conversation about how we're handling this whole thing. Yeah. Um, we went on a rabbit trail. We're, um, you know, we're handling everything with grace. Again, yeah. we're looking at these myths and these mythos different things and we're doing some stuff that is traditional mythos that is um that one point in time may have been worshiped uh but at the same time we're we're looking at stuff that's not that, that is genuinely fictional it's a it's a mythos it's not mythology necessarily yeah. but you know when people ask us, well how can you do this like you know this is something people looked at um this we every time celeste somebody asks us how do you justify doing geek devotions? What is our go-to answer? What do we point them to? Paul. Paul. What about Paul? 
Paul using uh, the the games in the Colosseum uh, to use it as an illustration right. to explain things. Exactly. I'm saying this poorly. No, <laughs> you're right though. Like before that, but within those same passages, he go- also goes, I noticed that you have a monument to the unknown God. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about the unknown God. He tells them, he's like literally at, geek col- at Greek culture, and <laughs> Greek Greek culture, and he's helping them to understand it. At, we're doing this more like Paul than <laughs> before by looking at at these mythos and opening up the conversations for people. Because if you take like, there is a culture, and again, especially with the Rick Wright and stuff, who made middle grade books mm-hmm. based on mythologies. Mm-hmm. He's done Norse, he's done Egyptian, he's done he's done all of it. Roman, they actually have a a, a funny th- scene in one of the Roman books where they're like the the Roman gods or the Greek gods are angry because they're like you you're supposedly us, <laughs> but you're not. Right. It, it's it's a weird crossover, but yeah. um, th- it made it more accessible. So you have this subculture of people who. Mm-hmm. They love this stuff mm-hmm. because it's been part of their life. Right. And so, and you have other people who have taken advantage of that and, and told very interesting stories. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's understand for us, it's the understanding there between reality and fiction. Yeah. Fantasy and reality and keeping that straight for mm-hmm. things. So that's kind of where we're at with it all. And again, we had another thing with grace and love and. Yeah. Again, if we get hate mail, we get hate mail about it. It's not the first time we've had people get angry about us at us for for things. <laughs> it won't be the last. So I just I kind of wanted to to go ahead and get that out. Mm-hmm. This is the first podcast of the of Geekmas, so it's I wanted to get it out there so that people know where we're at. Yeah, they don't go all month long going, well, but why? But how? But <laughs> right here's your explanation. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Anything else specific you want to talk about? I think we're good. Cool. Hey, we uh, put out new merch. We did. And, we did. Uh, Which is a little bit angsty in and of itself. <laughs> but in a loving way. In a loving way. In a loving way. Uh, in case you were wondering what the answer to the question, Mary, did you know? We made a shirt. It's great for your next office party. For just in case you need a reminder. And it simply says, Mary knew. Yep. It has a picture of, of Mary. <laughs> yep, she knew. So if you guys want to get that, go to our, our website, geektoast.com. You can get it on t-shirts, hoodies, a couple of things. Yeah, I think you can get it on a bag. Yeah, I think maybe. I'm not sure. I think on the Redbubble version you can. So, but we did that. And uh, yeah, so we got some stuff coming down the pipeline. Super excited about it. I think John's working some stuff. I know we got the bottom shelf has two episodes. Mm-hmm. We're covering um, Clash of the Titans uh, next week. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Anything else, babe? Got some good content coming. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think I think we're good. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Calm Talk today. If you have loved this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify to rate and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. So until next time, stay devoted. Peace and love.